what's up what's up you are now listening to the limitless experience with eric thank you for tuning in this is a recap of power book two ghost season three episode six titled land of lies at the end of this podcast if you are a fan of snowfall the crew and i did discuss the season finale of snowfall which was amazing I will insert that conversation at the end of this podcast episode, so enjoy that. As usual, hit that share button, share this podcast with your power family. The podcast is available on all platforms. Engage with me on Instagram at we underscore talk underscore power. Send me a DM. I always have poll questions up. Engage with us in that as well. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Kim is here. What's up, Kim? Yo, what's up? Chilling, chilling. Deron is here. What's happening, brother? What's happening, everyone? Leon, what's up, man? Yo, yo. First of all, let's start with the title again. Um, Land of Lies, right? Very fitting title. Everybody was lying to everybody. Like, that's pretty much what the entire season is about. That's what the entire show is about. But this episode specifically, a lot of lies were told to people that thought that they could trust the people that was lying to them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I start with Reek and Effie. That I didn't see coming prior to last episode, but um, it looks like that relationship is damaged now because of what happened with Lauren. Right. Yeah, I didn't really for I don't I didn't foresee him confronting her in the way that he did, um, and I you know I was I was a little worried, and so was she about where they were going and what was getting ready to happen because it. I, I at zero point I think he was gonna kill her. Really? Nah, I, I thought think so too. Kill. I thought about it because I don't know. You just don't know. In but, broad daylight? I mean, they were in a desolate area, right? There weren't people around. Uh man, look well, Lauren got caught in the middle of the night by a dude walking his dog. Um, I didn't understand renting a Porsche just to do that. What was that for? Um, maybe huh? so he wouldn't be like ID'd for anything if something happened. I don't know. The Lambo truck, you mean? The, oh, that's what uh, that was. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, the Lambo truck. Like, why would you rent that just to bring her to the scene of the crime? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't. Unless, unless that was part of the elaborate plan, like, oh, to make her feel special, like we're doing, we're going mm. to be special. Yeah. yeah. But his car is still new, so I don't know. Yeah, you still have a brand new Porsche yourself, bro. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right. Just blowing money. Um, what did you guys think about Effie's story? I mean, that was very really sad. Yes. Yeah, very, sad backstory. Very sad and and almost like it makes sense because we know she's got a past. We don't know anything about her past or what her parents were like or where she comes from. So is and, she an orphan or no? I mean, I I don't know. That's a good I don't question. think she was an orphan. But her Didn't mom married a guy. Yes. I don't know. She like ran from home and became an orphan on her own or something. I don't know, but th- I got a couple of questions. Um, I'm kind of a stickler for attention to detail. Mm-hmm. So she says she was watching an Oprah episode, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what made her open up to her mother. I Googled when was the last Oprah episode, and it was in 2011, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. let's say Effie's, what, 22? Mm-hmm. 
that would mean she was watching Oprah at the age of, I don't know, 10, 11? Yeah. A 10 or 11 year old watching Oprah? I mean, your mom watches it, so you, you have to watch it. Yeah, that's not far fetched at all. No, it's not. It's I've not. watched plenty of it when I was a kid. Yeah. My mom watched it. Okay. Yeah. I, I just. I just thought that, I don't know, I thought that they could have thrown somebody else in, like somebody newer, like Dr. Phil or something like that. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could rock with Oprah. Um, but yeah, but Tariq gave zero fucks about the um, Oprah, I mean, about her being uh, molested. But they were very specific in who Effie said it was. Effie did say, as far as I know, my mother is still with him. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you mm-hmm. remember what happened with Holly and Tommy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holly had a very similar story, and Tommy went and found dude and offed him. Mm. Yeah, this is true. So you're thinking what? I'm Tariq thinking that Tariq will find Effie's molester mm-hmm. and do him the same way. At this point, he's pissed at Effie. I understand. Right. But at some point, he's not going to be pissed at her. He's gonna mm-hmm. do it. I think so. Nah, you don't think mm-hmm. so. That's just no? gonna. Mm-mm. He he had don't think zero. So, no, he had zero reaction to that, and that was kind of slimy. He pretty much was like, "Yeah, fuck all that." What happened with Lauren, though? <laughs> yeah, and for a second, I thought that he was gonna have a change of heart. You know, after hearing that, mm-hmm. but no, no, mm-hmm. he was just. It was just rage. I, I mean, unless the the writers can get really creative on some sort of backstory on, on her dad. And maybe he's affiliated with something. I, I, I don't see him just going to kill him just off the strength of what he did to Effie, especially after what Effie has done to him. There's got to be something else in the mix if that's going to happen. In my opinion. All right. Now, listen, by the rules of the street, Effie didn't do anything wrong. The only thing she did wrong was not communicating it to Tariq, right? But like she said, she was a rat. And I understand Tariq's argument, she's a civilian. But sometimes civilians become rats and they, they got to go. Mm-hmm. So um, I understand both of their arguments. But yeah, I don't know. I can also see Tariq finding homeboy and... uh and killing him. And back to what you said, Kim, about the creativity of the writers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they changed writers between last season and this season, but this season of Powers seems to be so fluid. It does mm-hmm. nothing about it looks odd or weird. Like even from like the small details to Drew's relationship with um Everett, right? Like we were all tired of Everett and we we were tired of seeing him. Mm-hmm. They they very like fluidly brought in Gordo like it wasn't like okay this character Evelyn now she's gonna have sons that we never heard of like we know about her family and to introduce us to Gordo and have him be who he is to Drew and then his connection to what he has and how he's coming into the storyline now like it all seems so fluid it's almost like the the, the writing improved I feel like it's seamless it's seamless very seamless the only big, big shocker, not big shocker, was the, the fucking Theo Rollins thing. Like, who is this? Correct. You know, when they had the red man. But, but other than that, everything has felt seamless like that. Like, it hasn't um, been 
where did this person come from? And like, there's all, there's been like context. Right. I personally, I'm going to go on the other end here and say the season has been written well up till now. Like this episode felt like kind of fluff. You know, what? Like it wasn't. Yo, Tariq got yeah. in his bag on this episode, and so did Kane. So the reason I say that is, I don't know. The acting just felt. I don't know. Everything kind of felt rushed, kind of. You know what I mean? Like Lorenzo's funeral was right away. Like Russians. How? Like the dude who got stabbed up. There was no context in. And um, the drive-by happening right there. You know what I mean? Like, it's it just too many, there was too many plot holes for me. I'm, I'm sure they'll address it. I'm sure they'll address it somewhere or another. I didn't, well, yeah. well, that part about the Russians, and, and we might as well talk about it now. I didn't like that. I didn't like how easy it was for Drew to slot in there. Like, how do um, drug families, right? How do you guys not know each other? Like, Drew just puts on a hat and pretends he's making a delivery? Like, how is that possible? And you get right cl- like who? Did, where does that dude rank? Is he like top G? Like who, the guy that that got that he stabbed in the chest? Who is he? I have no idea. <laughs> Why was either. it so close? So easy to get close to him? Yeah, that was that was very interesting. How how quick that whole plan formu- formulated and then like came to fruition. You and know then all I mean? you, right, and then all like, you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, we're doing this. And then like two seconds later, they did it. Right, and, and all you have to do is say to the girl, "You are beautiful." And then she's just like, "Wow, thanks." <laughs> yeah, I she mean, read the room. She couldn't read what was going on. This episode, I mean, I kind of get what you're saying, Leon. It, it was a, but for me, I translated into like it was just a lot. Yeah, like it, it yes. was a yeah. lot that happened. It was a lot of moving parts, and um, yeah, I mean, it was just a lot that happened in one hour. I should have put this in the chat so we had more time to think about it. But how many funerals have we seen in power? And how many times <laughs> have we seen that character inside the casket? I think this is the first, right? Yeah, this is the first one. Okay, that's where I was going yeah. with it. I've never seen a character inside the casket. And now that we, it looks like we're going to have uh, Ghost Lorenzo. Because <laughs> he's not going away. I don't think this is going to be the only time. So... We're going to have Ghost Lorenzo now. I'm, I'm assuming that was like part of the deal. Like if y'all want to put me in the casket, I'm not about to leave the show like that. Like I, I, I want to come back. Nice boy. That's interesting. <laughs> so that because goes we to saw my point of terrible. Raina had a funeral, right? Raina's, Raina, Raina had, a had a closed casket. Ghost did not have a funeral. funeral, right? Ghost did not have a funeral. He got a tombstone, no funeral. Wait, when was when was yeah, I think they just, yeah. when well whose funeral was it when uh, Tariq got a phone call from that was um, Raina. Oh, that was Raina's when, when they chased down Dre, right? Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, that was okay. Raina. Okay, you're right. That's why I said Ghost ain't dead. He got a tombstone. Listen, oh man, I'm glad we're here. I should have sent this in the chat, right? But um, all right. What if? What if all of, not all of this, but some of this is a dream? What if Ghost never got killed that night? What if he was, what if he just dreaming all this? What if he dreamt he got shot by Tariq and he wakes up and <laughs> back in his hotel room? I feel like, I feel like everybody tries that trick with all these shows. The M. Night Shyamalan twist 
<laughs> like same with Walking Dead. I know you guys don't watch Walking Dead, but somebody's like, "What if Rick, Rick Grimes just woke up and everything was fine?" Yeah, I don't so, know. Who, I guess it's possible, but do we all watch uh, Fast and the Fast and Furious series? Uh, you mean like the movies? Who said Jesus franchise? Christ? That's you, Leon. <laughs> yes. You don't watch Fast and Furious. Fast and the Furious came out when I was seven. I'm about to have a child. Okay, twenty-nine years old. Then, then the not, then not letting it go. No, no it's there, not the last one. one. They're not... making an eleventh one. I, that's what I heard. And oh God, and, that's, and that's supposedly supposed to be the last one. But I asked that question because at some point, Fast and Furious was like top of the top movie. Like as soon as it came out, it was like an event to go see it, right? And then at some point, something happened between The Rock and Vin Diesel. And because Vin Diesel has been there since day one, they let Vin Diesel win. And it was like, no, nah, we're going to write Hobbs off, right? The Rock's character. Mm -hmm. And then the one of the Fast and Furious movies didn't do too well, right? So mm -hmm. then Vin Diesel, like, apologized to The Rock and said, it's all good, brother. If you want to come back, you can come back, right? And then The Rock mm -hmm. said, no thanks. So mm -hmm. what I'm thinking is you only asked The Rock to come back because the numbers weren't doing well, right? So, mm -hmm. like, suppose Power Book 2 goes, the, the, the ratings start going down. Do you think that they won't hit up Omari and say, bro, uh, we're sorry, man. We got a big check for you. Um, I think Omari would probably say no. Yeah. I don't think Omari would. I think if, he, if, they, if, I think if the check is big enough, I think he would. I, I think he should. I think... I think the split was amicable, though. Like, I don't... I think he knows that he's done all he can for the part, and now it's, like, on to greener pastures. Thank you, Power, for reigniting my career. I've gotten all of these other opportunities because of it, and here I am. You know what I mean? Like Elevating elevating his career. Yeah. yeah. It elevated The him. last big thing was Gridiron Gang. Mm. And he was also in Kick-Ass. He was I don't in even Kick know what that is. He was in something else. What's, is something on Netflix? It was like a zombie movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was in that. Uh, he was in what? Spell? What's it called? Spell? The thing? Spellbound or something like that? I don't know. He's in a couple I, I, things. I, I but, saw but recently. Not, I don't know if it's taken off like he thought it would, though. That's what I'm saying. What What has been as big for him as Power was? Nothing yet. Yeah, but he's still getting a bag because them, them negotiations go different because of what Power's done for him. Well, it. he's in some new shit with Jennifer Lopez, so hopefully, you know. Wasn't that, that mother? Or mother or something? Something with Jennifer Lopez's kid or something. You're right. I don't, I, I don't yeah, know I the name of it. coming but... out soon. Next month, I think. He, he had an interview um, where he was like, 50, let me borrow some money to get through a summer before like power really took off it was like season one or something he said season one i wasn't getting paid that much and i had to get through a summer so 50 let me borrow some money and then you know he started getting a hundred thousand an episode or something like that i'll find the article and link it but yeah he was like, in army army of the dead i think that was on netflix and that was really good and spell is the one where he was like the lead but that was a really weird movie Spell. He was also in the movie with um Megan Good, like. Yes, he was in a lot of like smaller movies yeah. that 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 didn't have as 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 much fanfare as uh Power. 
Um, but, but I find it very interesting, though, that they were at the grave and they panning over to his headstone and and a grandma is talking about, you know, the family and stuff. I mean, it kind of gave a feeling like, I don't know if this is just to tease us, but it was like, hmm, why are you guys flashing uh, his headstone? Why yeah. y'all doing that? Yeah. And also, they know, they know we're going to overthink it. Maybe right. it's, it's just they're just fucking with us. But yeah. And can the characters stop asking, what are you doing here? When you see another family member at a gravesite, like, what do you think they're doing there? I'm just like, they're also family. Exactly. Because <laughs> like, Ghost, Ghost asked Tasha that when they went when she went to go visit um, Raina. Yeah, I was like, um, I'm her mother. Like, <laughs> I don't know. They be, you know how it is. That was a crazy moment, though. That was did a you, great moment. Did y'all think that Tariq was going to leave? What was he? What was the plan? Because he had no. he had coke in a bag, right? So like, where were you going? You packed one bag and you got on the train, but you have a car. What was that? I was confused about that because. And, and then why Obi were you meeting your grandmother? They were. He was trying to leave. Like right, Obi thought that. Where did he did, get that from? What did he tell his grandmother? Why was he going to meet up with her? And why are you going to meet up with her with drugs in your bag? Yeah, I got really confused on that whole thing. I don't know if he was really trying to leave or I don't know. And how does Obi know or why does he think that he was trying to leave? You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to assume this. I'm going to assume, yes, he was going to leave. But in to, to have uh, his plan B was to have drugs on him in case he got caught so he could say, I was going to make this drop. But I'm assuming that had he made it safely to grandma, that he would have bounced. That's the only way I can see it, because why on earth would you meet up with your grandmother with drugs on you? That's true. So you really think he was going to leave? Just leave? Yeah. Well, obviously yeah. he wasn't. They weren't going to let him get away. Like, there was going to be a, uh, an interception at some point. But I think that was his plan, because she told him, you're going to end up just like your father. And that's when he looked over at the mm -hmm. tombstone, like, she's right, I am going to end up dead. So let me get the mm -hmm. fuck out of town. And I think that might have been an elaborate plan. I think that might have been, you know, Tariq using his intelligence side to say, just in case I get caught, I'm going to have these drugs on me, and I'm going to tell. Because they've popped up everywhere else. They popped up on them in Italy. So why not pop up on them now? So obviously, right. hey, mm -hmm. look, I'm going to deliver these drugs. You need me to sell them for you, right? But if he wasn't caught, toss that bag. You got enough money. Get the hell out of town with your grandma or whatever. That makes sense. I was going to say, I thought that bag was um, get out of town bag. I didn't know it was a drug bag. I didn't either just, until they opened the bag. Well, he said to him, hey, I got, I got your drugs on me. Do you want to stop me from doing what I was about to go do? Yeah. I just don't know if, if Tariq would... I mean, I know he, ultimately his goal is to be back with his family, but it it just feels like everything he has going on right now is so unfinished. It's hard for me to believe that he really, like, legit was going to leave. The crazy and thing he, about it is he, he definitely wanted to leave, right? And I'm uh, going to assume that this was will be his only attempt to leave. Like, I don't think he'll try it again. Even though if he really wants to get out, he should make multiple attempts at it. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. Obi caught him, Obi and his henchmen caught him, and I guess he's going to go back, right back, to being in the drug life. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why he would get on the train, though. What right. are you doing with your car, sir? <laughs> he's so used to walking. Calling Uber. <laughs> like, something. Uh, like speaking of, speaking of Uber, 
How do you guys think Lauren is moving around? Is she using Uber? <laughs> she gotta be. Like, well, I don't know. Because they're supposed she's supposedly dead, right? So how would she be moving around? They she they they say she doesn't have Wi-Fi, right? How how have they not taken her cell phone? Like, how's that working? I'm curious. That's a good question. Because she went know. to Stansfield, then she went home. Like Lauren's moving around; she's not stationary. How is no. she? How's that transportation is how, working? What I want to know is how is she able to sneak back into our house? I mean, <laughs> it had to be locked. That yeah. house had to be locked up. There was, there was no one living in there either. Right. Yeah. yeah, Lauren, she doing. She's doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she was so happy and peaceful sleeping in her own bed. Right. Yeah. It's nothing like sleeping in your own bed. She looked like yeah. she ain't have a care in the world. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know how she's moving around. And also, was uh, was trying to think like, how did Effie get back from the boondocks? I guess she called an Uber too. Okay, and then when she reached for her hammer, was she really? Come on, who believed she was about to pull a gun on Tariq? Me. Yeah, me too. No way. And then yeah, do and then too. and then what? Uh, Why y'all don't think I don't know. so? And then what? I don't know. Shoot him. I mean, Are you but, crazy? But who has time to yeah. think? Like, if, if you think somebody is bringing you somewhere to kill you, it's kill or be killed. Well, I'll figure out yeah. the rest after the fact. As, I I'm sorry, Kim. Um, <laughs> hey. I'm sorry. But as close as he was to her, if she reached for it, I'm knocking your fucking chin off. Are you crazy? Man. I'm, I'm I'm with Kim on it, and it's not like Effie not the type to to let it off. Like it's not like she'd have been scared and frantic. She'd mm -hmm. have been like, "Okay, you trying to kill me? I'm gonna do you in before you could do me." In. Right. Yeah. And who knows what's next? But in that moment, that's what's happening. I'm with you, Kim. If that this was, was episode ten, I would have believed it for a split second. We're episode six. You're gonna shoot Tariq, and then like, come on now. I don't know. Yeah. You know, Effie is, I don't know. She's been surviving thus far on her right. own. I just don't see her hesitating to do that if she felt threatened that he was going to kill her. I love that scene too, by the way. Tariq, Tariq showed, you know, true emotion in that scene. I liked it. Yeah, he gave us, he gave us a little more acting this, yeah. <laughs> this episode. Like the way he popped off with Brayden, like that nigga was mad. Brayden and held back, by the way. Brayden he, held back. I think if Brayden, they Brayden could have got with him if he wanted to. He stole yeah. them. Well, Brayden has the cards. Like they can't even run that business out of. I mean, Tariq tried it. Like, Bro, you're not kicking me out of my out of own warehouse. Yeah. So he really tried it with that, but I mean, Brayden. I just think Brayden is. They're just such good friends, and he looks out for Tariq, and they're like brothers. I just. I just think he lets Tariq be Tariq. I don't. I mean, he could flex. He could really flex, but mm -hmm. he doesn't really. And the only reason why he revoked his access to the building for his internship was because Kane right. told him to step up. But other than that, <laughs> yo, Kane said, "Yo, please try me." <laughs> that shit was funny. He's like, "Why you? Ain't why you think he ain't do that shit with me?" <laughs> right. <laughs> he said, "Cause you would murder him." <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so where's Effie and Ben Affleck? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. so many names. That's never going to stop for Brady. 
<laughs> I love it. It's hilarious. Somebody called him Bieber. I forget which one. I think it was Effie that called him Bieber. Yeah, she called him Bieber <laughs> when they when they met up. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So how are they all going to work together now that, like, shit's weird? Well, homeboy, uh, Obi demanded that they come together with those meetings, so... Mm-hmm. Remember when uh, Jason Mitchich or whatever his last name is, he told Tommy and uh, he told Tommy, Ghost and Kanan that they got to all work together. It was like, and whoever that guy is, when he looked at Kanan because he had never met Kanan, he's like, and that whoever that guy is, he has to work with you guys too to sell my drugs. I remember that. <laughs> I so, just remember it being so. They were like in a car together, right? And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> right, right, right. But it was a still shot before the episode came on, and it was like, oh shit, what's gonna happen here? And I was right. kind of like that, like at that time we had never seen the three of them like together because they were supposedly all beefing. So that right. was amazing to see them, uh, you know, them hanging out together. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see what happens. But they like, like Obi said, I want you guys all showing up to this, these meetings together. So they're going to have to find a way to work with each other. Yeah. On the topic of Tariq leaving, um, Kim made a valid point. He has so many things that are unfinished. And I forgot stipulation to him getting the money was he had to graduate Stansfield. So Mm -hmm. he can't just up and leave. That's very true. Mm -hmm. I actually forgot about that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They would have caught him right at Stansfield anyway. You're right. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I know these shows tape multiple scenes and then some of the scenes have to get cut. I need an explanation for what his plan was because that didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, same. Maybe they'll, you know how they do, maybe they'll address it next episode, but I was just, I didn't know if I believed he was really going to leave, but I don't know. Um, Salim, I'm tired of him. I was just one. She just, 40. Diana needs to let Kane Drew just whoop his ass. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We're at the repass, and you're talking about is everybody down there family? Like, you want to pull out your motherfucking notebook and pen, dude? Like, what are you doing? I just wish they would reveal what he what he is and just get him out of here. I don't think... He, I think he's literally just a, a square cornball that's just... That can't read the room. Like, he's just an idiot. Because, like, talking to her crazy at that moment was just not it. Yeah. No. That wasn't it. And then he got the nerve to bring flowers to Diana. Boy, go sit down and listen to Marvin's room and cry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but why didn't he at least yeah. knock on the door? He didn't know, like, obviously he didn't know it was Tariq. And he was like, what, another guy? But, like, so what did you do? Just turn around with your tail between your legs and walk away? Like, Yes. Yeah. Much. This dude is a sucker, man. He's a sucker. Yeah, he annoys me. It, it annoys me that Diana like likes him. him. Why you let him touch you? <laughs> I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I wonder what's next for him because that's the last scene we saw of him just with the flowers and then that's it. We didn't see him again. Um, very short cameo for Diddy's kid, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He had a little line, a little one-liner. Right. <laughs> I want to know 50's angle with that. I really do. With Diddy, right? 50 confuses me. I, you just Maybe. never know like, what's legit and what's just PR stunt because 
You know, he was throwing hella shade at Diddy for like Diddy was on a date with his baby mama. <laughs> and he was like throwing shade, you know, to Diddy about that. But then at the same time, you're employing Diddy's kids. Like, is it beef? Is it not beef? I what think it's it? promo because today is April 22nd. Javante Davis is about to knock Ryan Garcia on his ass. And when you <laughs> see these boxers doing the promo, it's like, do you guys really hate each other? Or are you just right. selling the selling the fight? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. a little backstory on their um their beef, quote unquote. Diddy was gonna sign fifty cent when mm -hmm. he um he was gonna sign him when he was popping in New York, but fifty came in with a bulletproof vest and guns and Diddy got shook because mm -hmm. he's like, Oh, you're really what you be talking about on these mm -hmm. records and he's like, Yeah, there's really people after me. So 50 thinks he's a punk. Like, that's why he always calls him a punk. He's like, he a punk. And he called Jay. He, like he said the same thing about Jay, too, though. That's the only person neither one of them gets touched, though. Neither one of them. Anybody else go talk out their mouth crazy about Diddy. You see, he puts his hands on people or he has them dealt with whatever. Yeah. 50 said, it, like, he's like, bro, I beat with real street dudes. <laughs> like, y'all ain't nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. So. And this so was there's I mean, like, this was like follow like right after like the Biggie shit and all that shit. Right. And I think they didn't want more. Right. I remember hearing about that story. Mm -hmm. So I guess yeah, but like I mean, Diddy wasn't wrong, but I mean, <laughs> imagine Fifty being signed to Diddy though. Diddy be having them demonic ass contracts, and you yeah. got to be forever indebted to him for like 20, 25 years. Like that wouldn't have worked for for Fifty. That wasn't for Fifty. Oh, and and the music project will be on the shelf forever. We wouldn't even be talking right now. There, I don't think no, it's, power. That's true. That's true. But you know, in in the event that you know he was starving and had just got shot, he would have signed anything, well, anything true. that came across his way. So at that point, you taking food out of my family's mouth. So he had. That's the little you know angst he has against him. Mm -hmm. But Fifty Cent also wrote mad songs for Diddy and uh, his camp afterwards mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of songs. Wait, did he write um the realest niggas from the Bad Boys Two soundtrack? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, also, I, I, I think um the only person that Fifty really has unending, never ending beef with is Ja Rule <laughs> because yeah, that will never end. He even pieced it up with Fat Joe. He pieced it yeah. up with with Nas. He pieced it up with Cam. Yeah. Fifty is yeah. funny guy. Yeah. And then remember he did Magic Stick with Kim. Kim was on Bad Boy at the time. Like mm -hmm. it's not a real beef. Like he'd just be flicking Diddy's forehead and like calling him a punk. Like, right, 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 right. It's it just yeah. <laughs> right. I think it's just friendly competition, I would say. Yeah. That's what he said about the um he said when when uh he was doing effing vodka. Mm -hmm. And there was like always oh, there beef between you because Diddy's doing Ciroc. He was like, nah, it's, it's really business. He was like, I'll do some marketing to make it look like Ciroc is trash, but uh -huh. it was like it's friendly competition. Yeah. Right. Hey, um, it works for him. Oh yeah, now nah, Fifty Fifty is great at selling beef. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, one hundred percent. You gotta understand that you gotta have a clean slate when you walk in with Fifty. You just gotta have that. That that six twist of humor that mm -hmm. he's kind of known for. Yeah, right. Like um, hang if you can hang, roll with the punches kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yo, Kane. Um, 
Kane does not believe anything coming out of Monet's mouth, and um, he knows. He knows Kane what's gonna up. Clock it. Kane gonna clock it every time. He gonna call her out. Yeah. I'm very interested to see how this ends because he asked her. He was like, "Yo, he." It seemed like Dad had some questions for you, or wanted to tell you something, and you know, Monet. Monet's not good at hiding it either. You know what I mean? It's almost like she's teasing Kane about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit is shit is messy. It's so messy now. <laughs> she, she said, she said, stop trying to put two and two together, nigga. You know your dumb ass always come up with five. Sick, crazy. <laughs> crazy. Kane Kane know what's up. He yeah. knows. And how do you guys how do you guys feel about Monet making Drew the head of the family? the head of the operations he's i don't know i don't know what monet be it's like she's trying to divide the family yeah Yeah. that's what it's like she's always trying to pit drew and kane against each other drew is not he didn't make the right call like her saying he made the right call and yeah what the hell made him think it's the russians because that's what the block is saying come on bro like he he started a war right yeah I mean, and they came and shot up that. homeboy funeral. Like, come on. He started a war for nothing, based off lies. I don't. I don't know why Monet is doing that. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why she's like keeps sidelining Kane, even though Lorenzo specifically was like, you know, wanted Kane for it. I, I think she feels betrayed. Like, I think she thinks that Kane chose Lorenzo over her. Like. She, I think she's aware that Kane knew about what really happened to Zeke, and maybe because Kane didn't come to her and tell her, she's like she thinks she's punishing him. Maybe that could be it. Did you guys see the previews for next episode? Yes, I did. It looked like Monet is trying to tell Gordo to stop seeing Drew, uh-huh. but that's not gonna happen. And 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 Gordo said, "I'm not gonna." So right. now it's going to be a war between the Tejadas and the Castillos and the Russians. It's like a three-way war going on between these families now. Yeah, it's very, very messy right now. And I don't know, why was why was she saying she wanted, why, why do you think she's saying she wants Gordo not to see Drew anymore? Well, she set uh, Gordo up to kill Lorenzo, right? Uh-huh. And I don't know, she... I don't know if she's okay with Drew finding that out from Gordo. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, That's going to mess everything up. You think Gordo would tell Drew? No. I think so. But the crazy thing is, the night she asked Gordo to kill um, Lorenzo on her porch, she said, yo, you, you better do right by my son or some shit he, uh, similar to that that she said. And then Gordo said, I know, or, or, or you'll kill me, right? Or some shit like that. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. Maybe something's gonna happen, and that and then that will make sense. But I don't know. It's a big old mess right now. Yo, um, does Jenny Sullivan really have feelings for Sax, or was that all just to try to bring down Tariq and company? That was all just to bring down Tariq. Because yeah. that that the the way Sax laid it out, like she's had this plan for a while. Jenny don't give a fuck about sex. That's crazy to wait. Like she has told him she don't give a fuck about him in so many ways. Yeah, but she let him hit. Okay, so she can get what she want. Trife. Trife. (laughs) 
I mean, a part of me thinks like, you know, maybe a little part of her kind of kind of likes sex, but she she's told him in a multitude of ways that she really don't care about him like that. I don't know if that's just her deflecting or not wanting to be vulnerable or whatever, but now she's going to blackmail him into cooperating. I guess that shit was crazy. I wouldn't Sax be surprised. Not a likable guy. You said no, Sax is not a likable guy. <laughs> He's not a likable guy. We've never seen another love interest with him. That's true. <laughs> Like everybody else on the show has had several love interests except sex, including Davis. <laughs> like, right, that's true. Yo, this is far fetched, but I wouldn't be surprised if Sax killed Jamie Sullivan. What? Ooh, we going in a bag with predictions. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Eric. I'm, I'm hey, not. Why? Because she because said, if you don't scumbag. cooperate, I'm going to talk about you coming and. You coming into Club Truth with the gun? We're gonna bring oh. that whole situation back up, and if we and, and if that doesn't work, then I'm gonna tie you into this Rico as well. Why would you just tell Sachs your plan like that? I mean, if he was coming into Club Truth with a gun, weren't his intentions to kill Ghost? So why won't he kill you? That's true. Okay, I can see I can see it playing out like that. Because everybody's not gonna get killed by who we think they're gonna get killed by. Like you know what I mean? Um, like we thought that. Remember, we were predicting like that either Kane or Brayden would go into the hospital and kill the CI, right? And then yeah. what happens? Drew goes in there. You know, um, we thought Monet would kill Lorenzo, and Gordo did it. So, uh, yeah. if Jenny Sullivan's gonna die, it's gonna be it's gonna come from somewhere unexpected. You know what I mean? Sax is always following her around. She doesn't know when he's around. It's very easy for Sax to do that. Very easy. That thing, I can I can see it happening that way. She when she once she said she'll bring up him entering Club Truth with the gun, like that situation was like so far and gone. So for her to try to think about bringing that back up, you're dirtying right. up Sax's name. You're potentially putting him in prison. You might have to go, Jenny. Yeah. So. Um, this situation with uh, Davis and his brother, I feel like that storyline we don't need. I hope they finish this up. What do you guys, how do you feel about Theo Rollins and that uh, Davis McLean? Um, yeah, I feel like I don't understand its purpose yet. I mean, I know that like, you know, his brother was covering for Davis and, you know, that give somebody leverage but it just doesn't feel like anybody's doing anything with that like what's what's next i guess it somehow helps tie in tate oh. because they need tate to get to recommend you know this guy's release and it will help boost his thing but i think we got enough going on with the war between the families the war between inside the families what's going on with Tariq and effie and lauren like it's enough going on that Hurry up, get Theo Rollins out of jail, whatever that happen, needs to happen there, and finish up that storyline. Like, stick to what's going on now, all this new shit they just introduced in this episode. Right. I just don't understand its, like, value to the show right now. Yeah. Um, one thing Lauren asked uh, Jenny Sullivan is she wanted to speak to Sax alone. Uh, Sax pretty much told Lauren everything. His whole family groomed him to be just like them. Murderers, drug dealers. 
<laughs> yeah. So what do you what are you thinking? You thinking she's gonna cooperate? Yo, she she really yeah. said you're making him look like a monster, and Sykes is like he is. Um, yeah. He is. Before who mm-hmm. Lauren is, for what we know about her, and what she just learned about what she just learned about Tariq, I I think she might. I think That's she why might. I said somebody, Tariq gonna have to kill her. Somebody gonna have to kill her for real this time. But it, it, come on now, if they can get to Lauren, I will be pissed. Just because they, of how much they they've been trying to, to protect her. If a killer can get to Lauren, I'm gonna be upset. But Lauren is always escaping somehow without telling anybody. Like she exactly. did lie to Jenny Sullivan and say I was home all night, so she might get herself killed. Right. Mm. That's true too, because she's definitely not. Allowing herself to be protected. Right. And that little box cutter wasn't going to do much. No. Oh, when I saw that, I was like, girl. I know. I was like, what are you doing right now? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. She might not make it out this season. Damn, she's going to get uh, killed twice. We thought that last <laughs> Getting killed twice is crazy. <laughs> I know, right? So Tariq allowed Diana to go to the roof to put the drugs there. Jenny Sullivan hasn't been using surveillance on that rooftop. So now Diana is on camera putting drugs in there. So now she might not be so clean now because she's on camera using the, the rooftop. So I don't know. It, it and my seems... point is they was at the funeral with that shit. They like the... they were Blanca and who was it? Oh yeah, yeah Blanca, Blanca and Jenny yeah, were at and the they're funeral. like at the funeral. Was they gonna confront her at the funeral? And why didn't anybody tell them to fucking leave? Because they like had the picture in the funeral, and it's like y'all gonna do this today. Right, right, right. That was crazy. They just snuck in unannounced. Yeah. But to like kind of have a plan to like confront her about it there was, I don't know. I guess they don't care. But so I like how whoever the officer is investigating uh, these people. After they die, like that investigation kind of goes away. Like there's not a second officer that like follows up with it. Like the whole Whitman situation seems mm-hmm. to be over, right? Lorenzo being at the scene of the crime, like we're probably not going to hear about that. He's dead now. So that's not going to happen anymore. So if Jenny Sullivan dies, does this case get thrown out? Because it seems like, I mean, I know Blanca wants to bring them down too, but Jenny Sullivan is the one who set the cameras up on the rooftop, right? Yep. Does Blanca have access to those cameras? Probably. All right. I'm sure she does. Well, Diane is in trouble now because she's on camera. You can't fight that. Wasn't it Blanca who pulled the file out? I think it was. It it was Blanca. I think it was her. Yeah, it was Blanca. But she also was the one that was like, we kind of like, we can't, let's not do it here. Mm -hmm. Then they really don't have enough. Like they'll catch her on a drug charge, kick her out of school, and she'll do community service or some goofy shit. I don't even know why they still have that locker up there. (laughs) I mean, you gotta move your shit. Like once somebody, once it's hot and somebody goes down for it, don't you gotta move it? Right. Yeah. They stupid. (laughs) Well, they're they're college kids. We keep forgetting. All of them. Yeah. Tariq, yeah, but Tariq should be a little bit smarter. Right, like, there's got to be having. I don't know. There's yeah, got to be an added that. level of intelligence when it comes to being ahead of these 
officers and agents and shit like that. Like Tariq, like Sack said, he's been groomed for this. Like he's got to be a little Correct. bit smarter. Correct. And that's what I'm getting at. But yeah, he should have known better. Diana should have known better too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. These that that they're making mistakes. That's gonna catch them. I mean, this is episode six, so it's only gonna get deeper from here. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody have predictions or MVPs? Because I have both. I have MVPs. Mm-hmm. Right. Episode. But it, but but when I say MVP, like I I, I mean one, like specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Same. My MVP. It's a toss-up between Tariq and Kane, but I'm leaning towards Tariq. Like, like this episode was about him. This this whole episode, like from from stealing on Brayton to breaking up with Effie to his grandmother showing up, telling him about the repercussions of his actions, and getting caught up with Obi. Like they, they, this all this whole episode was about him. Awesome. I know. I know there were some highlights like the Tejadas feuding or whatever, the funeral, but to carry this whole episode. Okay. Um, anybody else have an MVP? I don't have an MVP for this one. I do. I got one. I do. Do uh, you want to go, um, Leon? Yeah, mine is Kane uh, because mine. he's the only one that didn't do something stupid this Correct. episode. Yep. That's it. Same. Same. Like how how Kane is handling Lorenzo's death, and he's allowing Monet to think that he's stupid. Okay, you think I get five from two plus two? Keep thinking that. I know what you really did, and I'm taking my time with it, and I'm gonna come up with a plan, and I'm gonna avenge my father's death. He said that. He's like, I'm like, somebody's gonna go down for this. So my MVP is Kane. Um, I do have some predictions. I said this earlier. I don't know why I think this, but I do believe that. If Tariq and Effie are to get close again, Tariq will find out, find the dude who uh, touched her when she was younger and he'll kill him because she was too detailed in what happened. And I had to watch it again just to see if she said dude's name or if she said anything that would allow us to know who dude is. So Tariq said, uh, Effie said, for all I know, she's still married to him. Very easy to find Effie's mother and the dude that she's married to. So that's what I think. I think, um, and then another prediction is uh, Sachs killing Jenny Sullivan. Jenny Sullivan knows too much. She revealed her hand. You're going to tell Sachs that you're going to bring him down for all this other shit and you're going to connect him to the case? Nah. No, not going to happen. So that's my prediction. Sachs is going to kill Sullivan and um, Tariq is going to find that dude that uh, touched Effie and off him. Okay. Um, I don't have an MVP, but as far as predictions, I still think, still think Lauren's going to go. She's doing too much right now. Um, I don't know if Tariq and Effie will ever like be the same, but I know we, we didn't even talk about Tariq and Diana like smashing and that whole thing with Effie knowing that that happened. And, um, I think she is going to have sex with Kane for get back. <laughs> yeah. That would be crazy. I thought that's what happened when when I saw uh but they didn't show any sort of resolution to that scene. Mm-hmm. It was just 
her holding the laptop and them looking at each other with get back eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we all know Kane wanted her forever. So Yeah, I know. And I asked you guys earlier, I said it's persistence key. Uh, Kim, when I asked you and Tiffany that earlier, so we'll see if Kane gets it because he really wants it. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the 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 um, catalyst for that is the whole Tariq and Diana thing. I think if that never happened, then she wouldn't give Kane the time of day. But right. now that Tariq is gone and slept with Diana and, and and literally did not give a fuck when Effie saw it. I mean, he literally was sitting there like, "Up, Effie, okay. that's right. crazy." Yeah, like, okay, you lied. I fucked Diana. What? You know? Um, So I definitely think she'll get with Kane on, like, just to get Tariq back. Mm -hmm. That'd be slimy, but they're kids, so who knows? And and I want to see a showdown. Is anybody else waiting for a showdown between Kane and Tariq? No. Not really. I want to see them two get into it. I I see it. I see it happening. Kane. I'm with Eric on that. But Kane is... Come on, y'all. No. Because you I'm, beat up your homeboy, Brayden, and Kane is the one that set it up. So why are you swinging on Brayden, and then once you find out it's really Kane, it's like, I ain't worried about you, Kane. Yeah, because Kane will whoop his ass. I think we all know that. How can Tariq win a fight against Kane? He, he can't. I, think, <laughs> I don't think the showdown is necessarily fighting. I think it's uh, it comes to them shooting at each other. So. Okay. Oh, that'd be insane! I could see Tariq right. killing him. Well, something like that, yeah. I mean, if we're, we're if we're if we're talking about fisticuffs here, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kane uh, winning that fight. Tariq is not winning against Kane, but yeah, on some showdown shit or some petty shit or some strategy shit, maybe. Yeah, I love this conversation, guys. As always, I appreciate you guys joining me. All right, cool. You always guys, good week. For real. All right, peace. See you guys next time. Right. Ben had a TikTok and he was like eight years, man. And I like I had to go Google and I'm like, yo, this nigga. He he said I started this when I was 23. He's 31 now. Like, damn. What what a character to develop. What a character to develop. I'm telling myself. I'm telling myself by the end of episode nine. Mm -hmm. I don't. I I hate to see him go out like that. And then you know what else though? I mean. This was, I'm, I'm, is it the alcohol that made him like the behavior he was displaying? It's almost like, you know how sometimes we think that power um, listens to us or sometimes mm-hmm. the, the, the person um, starts giving, I guess, like damn, like uh, Franklin never spoke about what he thought of himself as far as like his looks and shit, right? So when he's mm-hmm. walking down the block and was like, yo, Veronique yeah. did this to all, to all this sexy chocolate, I'm like, what part of Franklin is that? That's not in Franklin's, that's not his in his, his his character. You no, know what I mean? But you know, but maybe it was. I, I feel like maybe right, the right, alcohol, right, right, right. alcohol amplified everything. You know what I'm saying? Like it seems yeah. out of character, but maybe that's who, maybe that's who Franklin was. And we yeah. didn't know. We never saw that though. We knew this nigga was like egotistical and like ruled with an iron fist. You know what I mean? We'll fuck it over his old family. But I don't know. It's just certain parts that I see seen in him in, in this last episode. It's like that's not Franklin. Like he shot the locksmith in the back. Why would you do that? I know that that's the part that thing that got a lot of people fucked up because everybody everybody's fucked up because why? Miguel didn't yeah. want nothing. He didn't he, look. He come on. And then he said, "Put the twelve thousand in your pocket." 
Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. I, hey, listen, if I was McGill, I'd have ran out that house, but Franklin would have called him anyway. Right. I mean, he is. Yeah, that yeah, was nah. a really fucked up. Yo, did, all right. Was that funny when he ran, when he chased down the white crackhead and, and he, you heard him get killed off camera? <laughs> Wait, what? When, when he chased down um, Peaches' friend, I was like, yo, where's Peaches and what are you doing? Oh. And then he, he killed them off camera. Like, you didn't see it, but you obviously heard the two gunshots and you know he died, he killed them. Right. I'm like, that's when I was like, all right, now Franklin is, he's losing it now. Like, he chased down this, he could have just beat the crackhead up and said, yo, don't say anything. But Franklin really lost it. Yeah, he lost himself. And I, and I think that whole, you, like, you mentioned, like, that's not Franklin, that's not him. He was unrecognizable at the very, very end of it. And I think that's how it was supposed to be. Question. The pre thing before the show started and he was in the bar, had a shot, and then it looked like he had a vision. What was what was that about? What was the vision again? It, 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 no, it appeared as though he had a vision. Right. And then mm -hmm. snowfall started. So I'm thinking like I, it, almost, it almost made you feel like he had a plan or he just like uncovered something in his head. You know what I mean? You know how Snowfall always has like a pre-opening credit type of um, scene. Mm -hmm. The scene like a cold was open. Yeah, yeah. The scene was Franklin at a bar. He took a shot, and then he he you know he, he necked the shot, and then it just like panned in on his face, and it looked like he had like a thought, or you know what I mean? And his did head. He make, did he make a phone call after that? I don't think so. It literally, the little, the, the, like the opening. Was well, that scene. before the opening scene, though? That was the opening scene. Yeah, I do, yeah. I do remember that. I, I maybe he was, maybe he was still processing what just happened. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. It's hard to say. Kim, I need a woman's perspective. Um, what did you think when he put his hands on her? Oh, Veronique. Yeah. Oh fuck that nigga. <laughs> Fuck him. I mean, I think every the way Veronique was moving, I think was very much in support of Franklin, even though from the very beginning, I've always been skeptical of her because she just came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody kind of was skeptical. But I think, you know, like her decision to stay with him when she could have left and went with her mom. And I think she proved herself to be loyal to him. But then he going to flip on her like that, on that ego shit and choke her out. Like, can you imagine yeah. having a baby by a man that you know is capable of that. And if he's capable of that, what else is he capable of? Exactly. So yeah. I'm not mad at her for dipping. Yeah, same. As somebody with a pregnant woman right now, I'm like- Yeah, can you wow. imagine choking her up? Like she's pregnant with your child. Right. He, I'm telling oh, you, he lost God. it. He lost it. Yeah. Yo, he lost it a yeah. few times. Did you hear all this wild shit he said to his moms? Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. Like what? he lost it. Yeah, he like, Yo, do do the do the beat cops not know who Franklin is? Why was he just able to walk in and out of court like that, like past police officers? Because they ain't really. Because he don't got no record. Yeah. Yeah, he song. doesn't have. He he's not a bad guy in the in the court's eye. Everybody knows what he's doing, but mm -hmm. you know that ain't him. But he played he played that mad at his mother role part. A little too well. He did because you know man. you know what the the best part of it was the transition because he was talking sweet at first, right, right. And then the see, way that shit, like 
turned. That is Franklin. He talks that sweet until acting. until you don't give him what he wants. And then he goes and slits your father's throat and puts your father on the phone. Yep. And to see that, to see hearted. like the, the facial expressions, like it, he did that. He said, talk he to said, your father. He said, he said, what kind of fucking mother are you? You're not going to talk to me. You ruined my life. Right. <laughs> he was going crazy. And she could have said something to him, did. though. I think she said everything she could say. Right. So look, she didn't want him to have the um, the house or any money at that point. She was like, money ruins you. Hmm. I think she, she said it all. She said it all leading up to the point that she shot Teddy. Franklin wasn't listening. And he still wasn't listening, even after the fact. Now, those agents that came in towards the end, and then Leon said to him, hey, don't worry about it, man. I'll pay the house, so I'll I take care of whatever. They was coming to reap. They was coming to repo, like take take homeboy house. I I believe so. Oh my god, man! I believe so. I just hate it ended like that for him, man. I mean, damn. No, it was hard to watch. It really was. Yo, soon as I saw them walking past that film crew, mm-hmm. I was like, that is definitely Boys in the Hood. Yeah, I didn't catch that. No way. I, I still don't see how it's Boys in the Hood. Well, from the clothes, there was there was a little kid, right? And you know the eighty yeah. style clothes. That boy, that the boy in the original Boys in the Hood was wearing a very unique pattern shirt, color, what yeah. and and and, yeah. and it was a similar shirt. It wasn't the same, but it was similar. You know what I mean? So I'm right. like, oh, that's right. it's John Singleton. One, it's 1990. Right. That's Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. That's no monster, John Singleton. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't catch that when I saw it, but then you mentioned yeah, that it. That was I a saw... nice tribute to John Singleton. Yeah. That was a nice tribute to him. Nice yeah, reference. I saw a few tweets and stuff. And that one of those articles I sent you guys, they, they talk about that. Yeah. Like, why did they decide to kind of put that in there? So that's what it was supposed to be. I missed it the first time. Yeah, I, I saw it. I, I was, um because is it, weren't they saying that that nerd dude was like partially based on John Singleton? The nerd that was working with Leon with the, the curly afro and the glasses? I don't know. I missed that. Because he was the one that was in the hood recording shit. And then they looked. I was like, yo, why are you recording stuff in the hood? And then uh, Leon was like, let me talk to him. Let me talk to him. And then they just brought him on. And he he was in charge of the money. And then yeah. he wanted to be go to college. And he said, and then he's like, maybe I don't want to go to college. You know, I thought that guy was like loosely based on John Singleton because originally his character was in the hood filming shit. Mm, could be. Could be. That's a little... Easter egg I missed. Yeah. Oh boy. So from snowfall to power. <laughs> um, from 1980s Compton to the big rich town of today. Right, right, right. Um, now the spinoff with Wanda, right? Um, mm-hmm. How much do you think? Do you think we'll see? Nah, Damson Idris might be. He might sh- put a bigger shadow over the show over Wanda. But the the um, spinoff is supposed to be based on um, Wanda, right? I think well, yeah, because they said she was gonna be leading it. I don't, I don't know what. I have no idea what direction they'll go with that. Though. I saw something somewhere that said if Wanda's in charge of uh, the rehab center, will Franklin be checked into that center? I don't, think, I don't think Franklin's gonna be back. I don't think the spinoff grows legs. I think it lasts half a season and gets canceled. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. This. It, what else could we say? Like, what else? There's nothing left to be said. I mean, Leon could be in it. 
You know, they could bring back some of the, uh, it could be like a, a ghost type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I said the same thing about ghosts. I said the same thing about ghosts. I mean, really? Now we're on a podcast. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was not into it. I was like, yeah, and I almost stopped watching it like mid season one. That's and how then, much I I hate to read that much that I was not going to watch Ghost. Yeah, that's crazy. I was like, where could they go? Like, who wants to watch it without without Ghost and Tommy? And like, I was on that whole thing, but they 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 made it happen. Thank you for tuning in to the Limitless Experience with Eric. Spread love. Peace out.